Hello and welcome to another episode of the VR Download, a weekly show recorded live from the Upload Virtual Studios, where we bring you the latest news, reviews, comments, and interviews from the VR industry. My name is Kyle, Operations Manager at Upload, and let's see who we have joining us this week. Hello, I'm a very snotty and ill Jamie Felton, senior uh -oh. something Upload. And over <laughs> here to my left... It's uh, Harry, um, news writer and community moderator for Upload VR. And uh, notably, Jamie and I are both using Oculus Link with uh, Oculus Link uh, microphone pass-through enabled. So using the Quest microphones on our uh, PC. So go us. So even though I have a really blocked and horrible nose, I actually sound better than you. You sound beautiful. You oh, sound beautiful. You can really get the nasaliness, can't you? <laughs> the apologize in advance so. for just any kind of sneezing and disgustingness the good news is i can't affect anyone because you're not really here all right well let's get into this week's news a alex is our return to this world not the end of it more go to ahead come. yeah jamie what, uh, what do you think are we gonna have alex 2 alex 3 alex 4 it's well i don't know it's uh kind of strange ground to be on right because when you when valve says that to the wider audience <laughs> right now you know half-life alex is in this weird situation where everyone that has a vr headset is really excited for it but obviously there's plenty of vr uh, well, non-vr fans that are disappointed it won't be in vr right so and also you know alex is not half-life free it is a prequel set between uh one and two so when valve says yes we'd like to make more half-life you gotta maybe sort of start to think about half-life free and then you have to ask the question of would they really do half-life free in vr which would be fantastic but like i think compared so. to the like uh backlash to alex being in vr i just announcing some yeah i don't know i can't i can't see that i can see them being like okay we want to do vr we want to do half-life they're thinking about half-life 3 maybe they're already who knows they're already working on half-life 3 and na naturally, because it's a prequel, it seems like the kind of thing you would be like, okay, we'll do this little VR thing, get people back into Half-Life, but Half-Life 3 is actually what we're kind of working on for PC. I don't know. It seems like the yeah. nature that it's VR and this kind of side, side Half-Life thing, you know, it's not like, I would have been way more surprised if they'd come out and been like, our VR flagship is Half-Life 3 and it's in VR. That would have been crazy. But the fact that it is yeah. this kind of side thing, it oh, seems shoot. to imply to me that, yeah, that, you know. But the real the, deal wouldn't be in VR, but who knows? The thing about that is that Valve hasn't, you know, Valve is being way more clear with its marketing than Valve has ever been, ever certainly been, in the yeah. last 10 years right now, which is fantastic. But w w it's not clear as to if Valve is an all-in on VR game studio these days, or if, mm. you know, aside from updates to Artifact and Dota and whatnot, if it's yeah. still in the, you know, AAA steam it, first person yeah. shooter business right no I, d I don't know are they it still different in if we space? knew it would be different if we knew they had other pc games coming right like yeah, exactly even if it wasn't half-life if we knew they were making who knows something new portal 3 whatever and we'd be like yeah they are still working on pc games then we could be like well they have a team that's still doing this stuff so but we have yeah. no real uh indicator of that yeah. um just some comments we've got the ksb dude hello hello the ksb dude hello uh, 44 morocco this is awesome I agree. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, 44 Morocco said, hope there's a VR G mod. Is there? Oh, is, that's is a... that... Oh, man. That, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Alex is bumping it up to a new version of Source Engine, the second one. Mm. So, I mean, Gary's yeah. mod kind of has to evolve with that, right? I, is it possible that Valve could be... And I don't want to invent a verb here, but, uh, you know, Star wars -ing it, where you go and you do a couple prequels, see mm -hmm. how they, how the, <laughs> the world responds to it, and then go back and do three, four, five, six. Disney, I mean, yeah. Disney are going to go buy Star Wars, buy Valve, and just produce endless half Oh my God, can you imagine? To the point where nobody wants it anymore, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> the rise of oh, Gordon man. Freeman. Um, <laughs> it's, Last of the Freemans. It's quite, uh, I guess that is very very possible i wonder if if they were to do half-life 3 would they maybe even do like a, a halfway house where 
they scaled back on maybe some of the physics stuff from Alex and this was an optional VR game. I don't know. Mm. Or, or maybe they wouldn't. See, maybe you could have both. I, I don't for years, uh, and it's funny saying that now, uh, for years we have been hearing, where are the built-from-the-ground-up VR games? Mm. Games that can't translate well mm. into a uh, a pancake 2D experience. Where, mm. where are those games? And I believe that all of the, the folks who are going, oh, I want to play it on my screen. Where's the mod so I don't have to use my hands? It's not going to be the right game then. Like It, it I mean, literally isn't it, built that way. But, I am just, I am counting down the days. So it's like Steam Workshop PC mod for Alex and just like warps this weird version of Alex where you just can't even imagine what it would be like, but I'm just yeah. waiting or someone will recreate it in like, I don't know, some other engine or something. It's, it's going to happen eventually. It's um, got it right. Like, I, and I think that's very, I think that's kind of almost important that it does happen because I don't think it would be, I mean, obviously I haven't played the game yet, but I don't think it would be very good. You'd lose... No. So much of the message of what Valve is trying to convey with Alex, um, mm. and the difference I believe would be night and day. But then, having said that, I haven't played anything. Well, we've got you're yeah. pointing at the screen. What what comments? Pointing at the have? screen, we've got uh, Morok saying, "I'm expecting a G-Man appearance and possibly Gordon." Uh, Greg's VR says, "Hi guys." Rainbear says, Greg. "Alex might just uh, be Valve testing the waters," which I think is definitely a possibility. Um, Scott Mugford said, did anyone else True. freak out during the gameplay where it was showing the telly only at first? Uh, I believe lots of people freaked out that I feel like half of what I've seen of, of Half-Life Alex comments online this week has been even, there was even people on like YouTube commenting, like, I can't believe it's teleport only. And everyone's like, did you watch like the other videos? Yeah. Like it's, some it's people not. just assumed it's, which is not, there's, there's loads of modes. It's uh, Morocco said revenge of the yeah. combine, another, another star Wars Half-Life. <laughs> I <laughs> <Yes>. love it. <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. That's, that's great. pretty good. But yeah, what were you going to ask, Carl? Sorry. No, I, I just, uh, I, I thought that when this was announced, that it would be a unifying title, that everybody would be like, "Yay, we get another Half-Life game!" And yay, it's VR, and yay, it's new this and new that. No and way. I feel like there's like a 50-50 reaction to this. This isn't everybody's on board. There's a bunch of people are that you, are going, eh, eh. Are I don't you talking know. within VR or just general? No, I'm talking about the general everybody. I mean, like I, the gaming community at large. I would never expect the, gen the gaming community yet to be like, yay, the next Half-Life game is in VR. Like, if you told me it was coming in VR, I feel like I could have predicted that everyone would have been like, but I don't own a VR, and VR is too expensive, and all the kind of uh, misconceptions yeah. that we're still trying to get over with VR. I mean, My... it's funny, because it's also, too, if you compare, like, I what I really like to do is compare, like, whenever anything new about Alex comes out, go to the VR subreddits and look at the comments, and then go to, like, yeah, like games, a good yeah. and look at the comments. It's a great, like, comparison to see where people are at and, like, how it's... things differ. It... The thing I always, my barometer for it personally is that uh, my best friend, his favorite game of all time is Half-Life 2. And he mm. just doesn't, I can't for the life of me convince him to get excited about Alex, right? I mean, and I, yeah. I don't even mean as in like he has to buy a headset. I mean, like he can come to my like, house. Come to my place, right? yeah. 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 But I mean, he is someone that even now at the current standard of headsets has does still struggle with the comfort factor. He still thinks yeah. VR headsets are far too blurry, which you know, like even, even the index really, like it's a great device, but it's, it's still for some people, not at the level they want it to be right before they commit to VR. Mm. And, and that's one of the big things is like, uh, just because half-life is releasing in a couple of weeks doesn't mean you have to go out and buy it straight away. I mean, right then, in, yeah. in a strange way, it's almost like better if you wait, right? Like, <laughs> it's like what happens wait if you, ten years? Yeah, what happens exactly? <laughs> what happens if you wait like yeah. even like three or four years and there's Index Two out for maybe less money? I yeah. don't know, but a better screen, better uh, better interactions on the hands, and they update everything like that. You know, you're it's it's true of all VR right now that you are kind of saving yourself in a good way with everything you don't play. As weird mm. as that sounds, right? Yeah. You know, I wonder if they would even call it an index too. Would they call it like maybe table of contents or bibliography? <laughs> glossary. I was waiting. The valve glossary. I was like, there here we is. go. Dreadful. There here it is. Go. Sorry. That's 
my one dad joke. Uh, one. I would like to see the number of, I would like to find a very specific subset of people. These are people who are hating on Half-Life Alex being in VR, and then the subset of people who have either A, tried VR and still hate on it, or haven't tried VR and hate on mm-hmm. it. Because that group right there, I think, could be converted. Mm. I, mm, I think can be manipulated. once they try it. Yeah, well, not manipulated, but convinced. How about that? It can be turned it's into combine. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I have a whole, we have a, a, a Discord with a bunch of people that I kind of went to high school with who I'm in varying contact with now, mainly through the Discord, some of them. And this is one guy who I remember when we were like, you know, 12 or whatever, which is probably going to make you guys feel old. He was like the Half-Life guy and he was like in love with Half-Life and Valve and all that stuff. And then as soon as Alex came out, like I knew he was going to be excited and he like doesn't have any VR stuff, but he was like, I want to buy an index just to like, he's like, I'm going to do it. I want to buy an index. I'm going to get the best one. I want to set it up. It's also, he can't cause a, it's out of stock and B, you can't get it in Australia, mm. but, um, which is really unfortunate. Plus that, you don't really need, you, you don't really is, need good, is sorry. I'm going to make a, a good joke. You, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, you don't really <laughs> okay. need it. Uh, Alex oh. in uh, Australia anyway, as head crabs are real in Australia. Anyway, now go for it. Uh, yes, oh, yes. I didn't know that. Uh, but, hey. but Harry <laughs> has made a fantastic segue into our next piece of news, which is Valve has told everybody that the index is going to be on sale again. Starting Woo. March 9th, you know, 10 a.m. Pacific. To I just, Monday. I'm, I'm going to be uh, skeptical here and i feel like Ooh. on sale is going to be a very generous uh term i feel like yeah. the amount of people that will want one it'll be a bit like i don't know you'll jump on at 10 it'll be like getting for a concert where they don't tell you but it goes on sale 30 seconds before and you press like okay at 10 o'clock and it's like sorry allegation exhausted i feel like that's gonna be mark my words yeah 1001 i feel like it's gonna be sold out and they're you know well, they, they can't they, have that. They warned it'll be like, very limited stock in the first place, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they did. But and even so, I just think, like, yeah. How much yeah. of this is a possible ploy, an artificial uh, limitation to the mm. stock well, that they sandbagged and built up a big warehouse full of indexes and. They're oh. ready to push them out because they know that Alex is on its way. You're at the highest level of anticipation for the game. Now would be a good time to have them available, especially with the limited quantity. I call that the beanie baby effect. You know, make I mean, something it, yeah. very valuable and then only make 10 of them. It would be like a very shrewd move, but I think, yeah, to Harry's. Uh, I love the optimism. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be, like, yeah, it'd be great it. if really everyone like felt the rush and, and got it. But it's the same thing as Quest, right? Uh, we wondered that about Quest for a while, and I think by now it's kind of obvious that is not the case. I think uh, Index has been sold out for far too long in the run-up to uh, Alex for that to be the case. And also, yeah, I had one more point, which has just completely gone from my brain, but it was a really good one. It was really good. What was it? Um, All right, don't worry. One quickly, the, the, <laughs> K, the KSB dude said, will the controllers be for sale by themselves or only the full VR kit be for sale? Pretty sure when oh, they say the question. index is back in stock, it means that like all of those, when you go to that page, all of I think my guess is all of that is back in stock and usually you can yeah. buy the controllers by themselves. That's, but who knows? Maybe not. We, we, don't, we don't have any solid but information. We, we any, should we follow up sure. with Valve on that, actually, if we haven't yeah. already. That's, yeah, that's, but that's good a question. Really solid Good point. question. Um, mm-hmm. But yes. So maybe is the answer to that. We don't know. Um, Morak said, please do more of these streams every week. Same time every we week. We do them every week, dude. Every week. Or, every or Thursday. Do. We try. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got some other comments. Some people saying, uh, haters say there's no full VR games. And Greg's VR responding saying, haters are bummed that Half-Life Alex isn't coming to flat at all. They need to get on board. Very true. The, mm. the haters need to get on board, which is probably the, uh, the thing. But anyway, haters. back to Index, yes. Who knows? Um, I would love to think they have a big stockpile. But also, I think the point that you made too, Jamie, is that it's been too long. I feel like if that was the ploy, it wouldn't have been this long kind of from Christmas till now, the three months leading up to the game of it being kind of, uh, you know, sold out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the other thing is like, 
I don't. I know that Index is selling. Well, the other point that I was going to make first of all is that obviously coronavirus is a big part of all yeah. of this, right? And that, that you know, they said that coronavirus is impacting stock, and it would seem a bit disingenuous to make that claim and then yeah, it's true. actually really be holding out on a marketing ploy. That would be a little bad on Val's part. I don't think yes. they do that. But the other, the other thing, to, important thing to remember is at the end of the day, like, yes, everyone wants to play Half-Life Alex, And yes, the index is the official Valve way to play it, but it's still a thousand dollar headset. Yeah, and it's still yeah. and I I just you know as much as we're talking about it selling out and everything, I just wonder what that that really really means, you know. Mm. Like you'll you'll be able to play it right now in your current setup with Quest and the link yeah, cable. I, will too. I mean, that's how I'll be playing controllers. It is... <clears throat> so what will you lose by playing it in that setup is the finger tracking. Yeah, yeah, which and some we, optional it, stuff that comes with that. Yeah, we haven't we don't know the extent of that yet. I'm sure it'll be. Um, you know, knowing Valve, I'm sure it'd be really cool, but will it be like it, a game changer? Wasn't the example know. they gave like crushing Hat cans and things? Yeah, wasn't I believe the they gave sorry? crushing cans? Is didn't they give crushing oh. cans? Is like the one example? Uh, there yeah, were like yeah, some yeah. optional interactions, just like picking up a can and then being able to crush the can. I believe that was the example they gave. It's like you should really so be able I to imagine crush that can anyway. But okay, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, grip button, right? Should be able to. But I think they just mean literally you know, for crushing. Call it the crush More button control, from now on. Crush, a crush button. The crush it's button. Grab or crush. There's no in between. Crushed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we got the Scots are back. Scott Huey said, what's up, people? Scott here. Yo, Scott. Scott Mugford said, Scott 1 is back. And then Scott Huey said, what's up, Scott 2? The Scots, are, we've got regular Scots now. Oh, so. you guys are all right. Thanks, I like guys. that Thank you, you for being here. agreed with each other on who is Scott 1 and <laughs> Scott, Scott 2. Scott 2, I, I know. I really appreciate that. Okay. Having been and, a um, multiple Kyles and not having to be Kyle yeah. seven, I love that. Um, Adam said, I've given 15 people's first experience in VR with Quest. Um, to say they are 1,000 or 10,000% more interested in VR is an understatement. Some of these people ask if they were even uh, better fidelity headsets. I think that's my experience too. When you put someone who's never tried VR, you give them a Quest oh, especially. God, yeah. I think it's such a, a cool experience and yeah i think you're right on yeah i think you know it it just it just goes back to the thing that there is just going to be a barometer for everyone right of the the barrier to entry what is what is the point that everyone gets on board and for a great many people now alex is here it'll be that you know and for a lot of other people it's going to be whatever advances we make in the next two or three years whatever other kind of play games are going to come out obviously we've got like medal of honor returning i'm sure that will convince more people yeah I do wonder, I was just going to say, I do wonder what Valve's plans are for VR post-Alex. I think that's going to quickly become the the next big question. Because, I mean, Alex, it'll be launched next month. What, what, you would think they've got something else in the the pipeline as well for VR. I have a feeling you're going to hear about it as soon as Alex comes out. Yeah. As soon as Alex comes out, they're going to keep it going. Well, officially, them, yeah. officially, two years ago, three years ago, Gabe Newell said they were working on free games. And we know, you know, I was watching some of the gameplay videos that we've seen this week, uh, which look amazing, by the way. And I don't like that it's three games, but yes, um, of all numbers. They said that Alex has been in development for about three and a half years. They said, like, some of the, some of the stuff that we saw in the gameplay trailers this week, you know, they designed three and a half years ago. So before Gabe Newell said that, so the question is, are the other two games still in development? Which, you know, we've been asking Valve for ages because it's been so long, but I haven't got mm. an answer back. Um, I'd like to hope they are, you know, but I'd, I'd love to see a new IP from Valve. That's what I'd love to see, a VR exclusive new IP. Maybe maybe like the way that Portal was set in the Half-Life world and carried over many of its characteristics. Was that, was that official from the get-go? Yeah, the they... uh, the ending of episode two, spoilers, uh, Gordon and co are meant to be heading to a remote Aperture Science facility. So they they were always in the same world. Right, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense then. Okay, cool. At least I think well, I, I never knew that. I played, I played Portal when I was like 13, never having played Half-Life and had no idea, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> I, I feel like, Jamie, that there is room for, and just thinking back to the, you know, which headset you're going to play Half-Life Alex on, I feel like there's a lot of value to maybe doing a side-by-side comparison. Here's somebody playing 
on the index and hear somebody yeah. doing the exact same thing with other yeah. and see the difference in their gameplay experience. I just I reckon move you'd controllers. have. Yeah. I just, I, PlayStation move controls. Yeah. Just I just stuck. reckon that you would, um, given that it's not going to be like PlayStation move, that's not going to be an option, at least yep. not yet. Yeah, uh, I reckon that the experience would be surprisingly similar. Even though there's those optional things, yeah, like I can't see myself doing. I mean, I know that the level of immersion is different when you have the 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 index kind of optional stuff, but like it's not going to change the. It, they are optional. It's not going to change the game. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where like read. if it did, and I'm sure they could come up with reasons why it would. Yeah, uh, that would be the next round of backlash, right? There'd be, you know, <laughs> index is one small part of gatekeeping, this market. gatekeeping. Alex on their own system. I mean, I, I so, guess I guess the yeah. real question, which is something we will probably never know, is which headset is used the most to play Alex. And I yeah. I guess, you know, if we're talking about different over different stretches of time, different uh goals to me, I would guess it would be via Oculus Link, right? How many people mm. would get how many how many people would get a quest, use it for couple of weeks couple of months be like this yeah. is so good but i also know that i'm a pc away from half life right yeah i feel like too it's like people that have a quest alex will be the thing that'll make them want to use link yeah yeah for sure like there's there's not uh, there's great pc vr games but if i have my quest and i didn't have the pc already i can't see myself being like no nah, i really need to build a pc for something it's kind of like yeah, exactly. what is that thing that you it's, would build before yeah. which i can't and speaking of uh, Scott Huey has said, uh, so again, why isn't Half-Life Alex going to be available for Quest? And Draken has pointed out that it needs way more power than a Quest can provide. And Scott said, why didn't they just downscale the game to function on Quest? I no. think, and then Draken said, most likely can't. It needs 12 gigabytes of RAM alone, let alone GPU and CPU power. I think besides technical stuff, there's probably uh, beyond technical, I think there's a reason, obviously. I mean, not that they're being exclusive in any way, because it's on, you know, pretty much all PC VR headsets, but they clearly want to keep it to, to Steam. Yeah. PC VR. You, I mean, you look at any kind of uh, Quest versus PC VR game, side-by-side -side comparison, yeah. it's always yeah. a dramatic difference. And, and a lot of the time that. that doesn't matter. I wouldn't want to play a Quest version. <laughs> yeah. No, Here, I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy. For those of you who want to know why isn't it on Quest, well, uh, take your favorite PC game, the one that you went out and bought a new video card for, and... Uh, decide that it's okay for it just to be able to be played on a mobile phone and yeah. how yeah. lower the quality is of the graphics and the gameplay and the experience <laughs> that's like what fortnite you're asking on a phone has anyone ever played fortnite on a phone i, I tried it's, it's miserable you it is slide in and it's like where's the world and the world pops in like within seconds of you being able to see things someone comes and shoot you they're like where was that person they pop right into the screen. They weren't there yet. They, you couldn't see them. It's a terrible experience. <laughs> you know, the nice thing, though, is that I have uh, recently downloaded Civilization on my iPad. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And it plays almost exactly <laughs> the works. same as the PC. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, this yeah, is really yeah. cool. And then I started thinking. It led me down this weird path of uh, how long does it take for the hardware to be so powerful that old high-end PC-only bleeding-edge games yeah. can now run on these little mobile when, devices. When will the Quest equivalent be able to play, Alex? Like, how many years do yeah. we have right. a Quest that's gonna be, that I, I can't imagine that happening within the next, like, I don't know, even decade? I don't know. No, maybe you no, no, say no. that. You say yeah, that. Less than well, five maybe, years. A decade ago, you think go, a less than five years, we'll have a, a standalone headset that can play, Alex. A decade ago, we'll yeah, write it down. smartphones. Like, if you think, like, 2008 yeah. or 2007 was a smartphone, like, the amount of, like, mobile computing has just gone, like, woo! Like, the you know, iPhone uh, came out in 2007. That's pretty nuts. That, that I mean, guess the amount of this thing. distance, yeah. By 2012, I mean, everybody had uh, a smartphone in their pocket that could do all sorts of fun stuff. I'm very confident that technology will continue to... You know that that parabolic, whoop, straight up, I guess it's, and it's, it's down to Qualcomm, right? Like cool, that's got to be a nice goal for Qualcomm to set itself. Like the first right now, they say where you can cool, you can Qualcomm? play Qualcomm. This. Qualcomm. Qualcomm. Yeah, what are you saying, Englishman? Qualcomm. Qualcomm. I have a blocked nose. Qualcomm. Don't judge me. 
Pass yeah. the tea and my Coolcom what? chip. Coolcom. Oh, Coolcom. <laughs> All right. Coolcom. <laughs> let's let's move on to the next piece of news here okay so we've spent all this time talking about valve let's throw an oculus story in here oculus actively thinking about non-store option for quest apps now <laughs> harry you were talking about side quest earlier side quest is shaking in their pants well <laughs> I, that's what i'm wondering <laughs> you know is this oculus's way of saying We'll have our own <laughs> Maybe. moderated side quest alternative. I mean, I, I don't feel know. like my my uh, completely, I guess, not uneducated guess, but my my prediction if I had to make one would be this sounds like more than it is, and Ooh, it could right. just be something like, I like early that. access. I like that very uh, much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it. Although I might. I'm kind of like, ooh, side quest uh, officials. Like, I think, ooh, but I think that's. I a, think it's just going to end up being like nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it will be like at Oculus Connect in uh, October or September, whenever it is this year. That like it will be like one of the things they mention on stage. Oh, and by the way, coming to the Quest platform, you know, in two weeks' time is the ability to upload preview apps, or you know, yeah. we have like the indie apps space that are, or something. Are like not that, approved but... yet, but maybe, or you know could be and it's like we can just kind of test them but i don't know i just feel like it's going to be not disappointing but not as uh you know not as exciting as it could be or like it's not going to be a side quest replacement i don't i think think, i don't think yeah i think like if you look at like android and ios like side loading is still a big deal there right like that's Mm -hmm. that that is there are a million different ways android is a very uh open platform very operable platform and yet side loading still has a big presence on that platform like epic games originally you could only get fortnite onto mobile by side loading it right so i personally think you know like sidequest is such a strange fascinating place for experimentation and i don't see the weirder end of what's on sidequest no. ending up yeah. on quest with oculus's approval anytime soon right like any of the weird hand tracking demos i just can't see like even if we say like okay it's some tab in the oculus app where when you plug in your quest as if you're plugging an info link you can go and transfer stuff i just can't see myself scrolling through that beautiful app and seeing like those dodgy side quests like thumbnails in that app with like you know some dude that just made a a piano hand tracking demo that, you know, kind of doesn't operate well or whatever. Like I think back to some of the side quest stuff I've tried, I can't ever see myself installing that from like an Oculus thing. Yeah. In any capacity. Uh, I just can't, I don't know. I'm going to give you a different perspective. I would yeah. feel better about it if I was downloading it from Oculus because I know that they have actually vetted this in some respect before making it available i think that's part of the problem is because then i think i'm not talking about not for performance and stuff like that i'm just talking about for malicious stuff or things that can burn your eyes but when you say that you know my thought is then well they've got to kind of guarantee that at some way like, yeah, if that's what you're looking for, then they've got to go, well, we know that even though this is all preview stuff that isn't approved, it's also all safe. Then isn't that kind of de- defeating the point of what they would be trying to do, which is just offer a place for people to put stuff without them having to approve it? Or like, I think it just then just becomes a kind of very slippery slope problem of like, where where is the line of, of this being safe and, and, and curated versus non-curated? It's like, I don't know. Look at how many games we've heard about that have been submitted to Oculus for Quest approval yeah. and are going to get shut down. Like, but just then that's what I mean. but then, go away. But then do you go, okay, well, this thing is only for apps that we didn't approve. Like, that seems like a very weird, because we can, we can guarantee that those are safe or whatever, yeah. but... But like, some well, of these games, the... but some of these games, there's no logic to why they didn't, unless Oculus wanted to say, "Well, it, there's not enough here. It's not really content enough. It doesn't take I long think it's, to play." Well, I, think, I think in that regard, it's less that there's not enough logic, more that there's not enough reasons of whatever the yeah. logic is. Like I think there is clear. I what sometimes the way I always think of it is like there is a reason that they've rejected this. They just are not telling anyone. It's not like yeah. they're kind of like rejecting things. That's like well, there's no logical reason that would be rejected. Yeah. I can't it's kind be of like well, it could be, 
yeah, it's kind of like, well, it could be that there's not enough content. Could be they don't see it being viable business-wise or whatever. Well, you can kind of, I feel like with every app that I hear that's rejected, to be quite honest, I can see like three things where they could have been like, this is the thing that we're rejecting it for. The problem is they just don't indicate that, or at least not yeah. to us. And from what I understand, not to developers either. So but, we're just going to have a tab that says Wild West, enter at your own risk. Well, that's risk. the thing. I think, I think it's kind of like, that's what, how do you do something that's in between being the wild west and being the store? Like mm. they don't want to, I don't think they want to curate something between that. I don't think they early want access. to monitor it. Early so, access. But then know. it's yeah. just early access. Then it's not mm. like, it's, it's still, still stuff that's been approved to go. It's not like a, just a wild, yeah. you know, I don't know. You're, it's a weird... Like it's, it's a really fascinating middle ground. I don't like, I, the, to give some context to what we're talking about here as well is that a lot of this came about, when uh, earlier this week, the guys that made Crisis VR Brigade, which is a pretty fun time crisis style shooter that is on SideQuest and very successful on SideQuest, uh, submitted for approval on Quest Store officially again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't get through for a second time. They weren't told by Oculus why. They were encouraged to join Oculus Start, which is like a kind of developer incubation kind of thing, like uh, indie developers just starting out, kind of give them hardware and, and support and things like that. Uh, and then later on, Oculus, as the quote we're talking about, came out and said, uh, yeah, we are looking at things outside of the Oculus store. Also, by the way, to this developer, welcome to Oculus Start now. So I, I wonder if Oculus Start is the is the kind of connecting link there. Maybe they say, okay, and today we are opening the Oculus mm. Start section of the store where yeah. all these crazy people that we have previously vetted have these really weird ideas, really wonderful ideas, and, you know, just go in and have fun with it, right? Right, yeah. be their beta testers. Well, yeah. I, I just, go, you know... Yeah, go I was going to go through some, some comments. comments. Yeah, so Brandon said it lowers the bar of quality even if it's experimentation or just moved out of the way. Um, but I think what he was saying is that uh, he was using to the top as an example um well the comments mm. now flying past me scott said i'm watching this live on my quest and typing the comments on my phone presume you mean you're watching in big picture thanks scott and uh, big or on youtube big screen. big screen not big picture big, big picture is a great name um <laughs> it is um it. rendered reality said just need to have a clear label on games that uh are oculus approved and other games in an indie section or something which yeah interesting interesting thought and then James said they will still moderate this hypothetical section for, for uh, you know, things like violence, piracy, porn, et cetera, which, yeah, that, that's the thing. That's what I don't understand is it's kind of like how do you start to have this Wild West that is also moderated? For me, that's like, I don't know. I don't understand how you kind of find the middle ground. I don't think, yeah, and, I don't think you do. I, I think there's, no. there's moderation. End of day. And Render Reality said... I imagine uh, Crisis VR game would have uh, even more downloads if it was on the Quest store. A lot of people are timid to try side quests. True, oh, yeah, but also sure. I was surprised when there's that it had you know seventy thousand downloads or whatever the exact number was. I think like, that's quite high for. Yeah, I mean, I know it is a lot free. of people have side quests, but it is free. That's true. I think that's the thing too is you kind of it's a difficult number because it's kind of like I think I've even downloaded. I'm not sure if I've even played it. I think it is on my Quest, but it's kind of like yeah, who, who I think just downloaded the, it. Yeah, who just downloaded it, put it on, or would tried it for ten minutes, or that's yeah. not an indication people yeah, liked the, it, or that you know people played it, or it. yeah, it's kind of like and because it's free, just there, and I'm sure people just go click, 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 like I'll install these ten side quest apps. So yeah, mm-hmm. well, yep. let's just keep in mind that <clears throat> what we reported here is that Oculus is actively thinking about. I am actively thinking about a uh, hover yacht that (laughs) can fly to the moon. Uh, It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He did. He did say. He did say more to share soon at the end as well. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, he did. So that implies there's something. I still say soon is probably OC seven. OC next seven probably. If that happens, they haven't announced that yet. If that's not cancelled because of coronavirus, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hey, let's move on from the news. Let's uh, let's do release of the week. How about that? Release of the week. Release of the week. All right, Jamie. What have you played this week? 
Uh, <laughs> I reviewed a game called Separation on PSVR. It's like a walking simulator, although the developer actually likes to call it an ambient adventure instead of walking simulator, which I think is actually a pretty good name for walking simulator. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting little game. It's about two, well, I think it's about two to three hours long. A lot of people that are reviewed it have said it's like seven hours long. And they're like, how the heck did you manage that? Okay. <laughs> they walk um, slower. Yeah, the, clearly. <laughs> and look at the fuzzy textures. Uh, the It's inspired by Ico, which is a you know cult hit PS2 game. And it definitely does have that really nice art style to it. Um, I reviewed it on the site. I gave it a two out of five because it is tonally very interesting pacing it is a real slog to get through um and a lot of the really interesting imagery in the game which i thought was quite striking you know you you'd see i don't know anywhere between like 30 to 40 minutes of walking in between seeing those things so there's a whole lot of kind of downtime before you get to the kind of stuff you want to sit and contemplate mm. at. so but i mean it's other people have reviewed it and given it high scores. The guys at PSVR with that parole gave it a nine, um, which is, I mean, they really liked it. Uh, uh, PlayStation <laughs> Universe gave it a seven as well. I am definitely on the lower end of the score. So, you know, by all means, check it out and see if you think it's your thing. I said in my review that, you know, I think the game will resonate with people. It just wasn't me. Um, but yeah, that's separation. I don't, other than that, I don't think it's been a particularly busy week for releases, right? I don't. Has anyone, no, Harry, no, oh, no. Harry, you've played something. I played, uh, I played end of last week, I played uh, yeah. Bizarre Barber, uh, which I think, yeah, that just came out last week. So it's kind of a release this week, uh, which is on uh, on Oculus, on PCVR uh, for Rift. Um, yep. Interesting. The, the review is not on the site yet, I don't think, but it'll be up there soon. I did a review for it. Uh, interesting game. You play as, the, the premise is, I, I've written it like several times, but it's still strange to explain. You play as an alien barber that is the last hairdresser after the apocalypse. That's about the extent of the story that you get. And you have a giant pair of scissors and you just have to chop aliens' heads off as they come past you on trains in a subway station, uh, which is very bizarre. Like innately, yeah, it's just such a such a weird uh, concept. And But what's cool about it is that there's a couple of things that I like about it. Um, which is that it's completely great for like VR newbies because you don't have to learn any buttons. It's like no button presses. You just like use the touch controllers to like move like that and it moves the scissors and you just snip things. Everything from like the menus and everything works that way. So you could give it to someone who just innately gets it. Um, the art and kind of style is really cool. It's got a kind of nice like indie kind of uh, style. And the other thing yeah. that I, that really resonated with me is that it's the context behind the weird kind of story they end up with is that it's about, um, I think it's two developers from the studio and they moved to New York and uh, they oh, okay. were like, oh, we were inspired by the kind of the context of, of immigrating somewhere new and being in like, um, you know, I think that's where the subway thing comes oh, from. And, like, this, this experience of feeling out of place or like being somewhere new, uh, do you think, which is really cool. I really like that you, as like an interpretation of that kind of event. Do you think it would work well with hand tracking and doing like scissor motions with that? I think that could be quite fun maybe but in a way because you're kind of holding the hands <laughs> it nope. feels more <laughs> yeah definitely definitely not the, <laughs> the, the you, you need like these are big aliens with big hair you need big scissors big maybe, aliens but big i also hair. feel like they're from the 80s they, right they yeah. are <laughs> it actually does look like that yes they're all the 80s aliens but no i think because you want to be able to gripping like you want to be able to hold as if you're holding scissor handles to so make more oh, okay, sense cool. that way but but i do they have said that they're looking into a quest. They're considering a quest release, which I think would be a good. I, I would, think I think that's also an interesting one where that would be right? accepted. Uh, no, it was an Oculus start. It was a it was a grant from a Oculus oh, program, but it is it okay. is partially funded. I can't remember the. I think I it's think launch. Pad. Cool I don't know the exact. Yeah, Launchpad. I yes. think is what it is. Um, so this is called incubators. Bizarre. Barber. Bizarre Barber. Yes. Why? I wonder if they thought to themselves we could call it Bizarber. But then people wouldn't know what it was about. Mm. I don't know. I imagine, two, I I imagine two search terms. You know, it's easier to, to bizarre sure. barber. You get I don't think that VR barber game. Yeah, yeah. I don't really yeah, think they mind. had that. In. I think they were thinking that was going to be fine. a gangbuster. <laughs> uh, any other comments there? 
What have we got? Um, what's everyone playing? Oh, lot. What are you playing? Yeah, what's everyone yeah, playing? Yeah, tell them uh, what you're playing in the chat. Adam Adam Hartzell said, Block Army, which I haven't heard of, is a really cool four-player PvP 3D Tetris-like with hand tracking. Interesting. Huh. I'll check that out. Okay, uh, James said cool. he's amazed. Um, what else have we got? I'm amazed. Some people still talking about Alex. There's been a lot of comments about Alex. I read the reality saying the environments look amazing. The Steam VR home environment. Of course, people have been... Uh, oh, well, that's one thing that people can go and see, right? Have you done that, Harry? I haven't done that. I mean, I haven't because I don't have a... You need an index, technically. Oh, do you? You don't, uh, okay. you don't yeah, need yeah. an index. You you get it if you if you have purchased an index or ordered one, you get okay. it. Or if well, someone else hosts like a Steam VR home session, you can join them. And I think Ian's, people have started hosting public yeah. ones. Yeah. Ian's been in there. Um, I was but, actually going to suggest that we do the download from inside it this week. That would have been really cool. Ooh. But it's... Uh, um, yeah, you need an index, like you said. But there is footage of them up on our YouTube channel. Uh, we put that up yesterday. So if you want to go see a, the first one, I think it's like a four-minute walkthrough, which is City 17. Uh, and then the other one is Russell's Lab. And that's about, that's quite, that's a nine-minute one. So I think that one's quite big. Um, so I think some people have been checking those out. They're pretty cool. And what I think is really funny too is in like the announcement thing, Valve or like, you know, Steam VR, it doesn't use the same rendering stuff. So it doesn't look quite as good. And like, don't mm. think of it as the, but like looking, I mean, I haven't seen it in vr but in the video i was like this looks quite detailed and amazing to look at even and this is not representative of what the final thing looks like in some way then i'm a really big fan of the steam workshop stuff like in the home environments i remember one of the coolest one of the coolest vr stories i remember uh in the past couple of years was on april fool's day one year um someone had the steam vr home environment for uh where in empire strikes back where luke gets his hand cut off at the bottom of the, <laughs> the uh, base pin or Cloud City. Um, and then on April Fool's Day, the guy that made it put a giant Rancor in there. <laughs> so when you put the headset on, there was this giant monster unexpectedly staring at you. It was, it was <laughs> That's funny. And it was like, even like knowing it was going to be there, I put the headset on and it was like genuinely freaky. It was a really, really cool thing. James has said too that he's saying there's a workaround FYI for the index requirement. Oh, here um, we go. Which I would like to hear about, but I think if if you're talking about uh, being able to view it with someone else who has an index, uh, I think from what I've read this around. morning's, it's not technically not a workaround. Yeah, I'm not sure that's what you're talking about. But also, some people have started hosting, I think, public ones for others to okay, just jump cool. into. Mm-hmm. You can find, but from what I've heard, oh, when it's like 15 people, it's very laggy. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so Red of Reality said the same thing. You can go into someone's hosted room to check it out. So yeah, you can join someone else who has it. James has also said on a slightly different topic. What are your thoughts on virtual desktop? Uh, do you think you can now uh, you can play Oculus PC VR games on the beta, not just Steam games? Uh, they will allow PC VR streaming back on the store, virtual desktop version. I can't see them letting the sideloaded version back onto the store. I think that was, I think that kind yeah. of overlaps too much with Link and perhaps that was one of the definitive wireless plans. Yeah, no, no dice sort of things, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think the I don't think the problem with that was that it didn't let you play Oculus games. I think it's more just that it overlaps with what they're doing with Link and perhaps what they're doing in the future with Link. Hopefully, well, but who knows? But also, it's also like not a comfortable kind of thing. Yeah. Also, because latency wise, yes, it's like not the, yeah. the official reason was latency. Uh, but also, even if it did get really quality. good, they would have probably been like, yeah, they probably would have because yes. we have our but version yes. of this coming. But yeah, and. <laughs> Oh, yep. so James has said the workaround is you don't need a friend. You could subscribe on the workshop and extract the files. Ah, so, there you go. Interesting. Uh, hot tip from hot tip from James. Someone needs to write uh, so an SEO based article around that. Yeah. Mm. Ian, you're not. <laughs> there you Ian, are you watching right now? Get on it. Where are you, Ian? Yeah, write that. Ian, get writing. Thanks, go James. On. That's a a good tip. Let's go to the hot topic. The hot topic Do-do-do-do. this week. Um, this is a very difficult conversation. This is a very difficult subject because it is on everybody's mind right now. And we do need to address it because it is affecting our uh, industry mm. very, very dramatically. And uh, so we're talking about uh, the coronavirus and the uh, spread of it and the impact that it has had on the tech industry in as a whole. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff comes from 
China and uh, neighboring countries. And that is where the uh, breakout started of the coronavirus and where it has uh, spread rapidly. It's causing closures of facilities. It is causing lack of, uh, of stock of yep. not just VR stuff, uh, mm. VR equipment, but also other things. And so – Right, right. And and we have here a piece of technology that you stick on your head and you yep. grab controllers. And uh, so many of us have gone to expos, conventions, public areas where we say, here, this person just took off this headset and held these controllers. Yeah. Now you put it on. And yeah. it becomes a very difficult uh, decision on whether or not you go to these shows. And a lot of the shows have actually been uh, canceled or mm. delayed indefinitely, who knows, uh, yeah. because of this. And so uh, I am actually uh, physically located in Seattle, Washington, where uh, actually I'm on the east side. So I'm close to Kirkland, Washington, which is uh, where several people have uh, died and there's been numerous cases. So it's less than 15 miles up the road from me. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I personally have become sort of a hermit. Uh, Jamie, you're in London. Harry, you're in actually what I know you're in Australia, but which city are you in currently? Kyle, Melbourne, 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 which Melbourne. there's a couple Sorry. of there's a couple of cases across uh, Australia at the moment. Yeah, but nothing too. It's not super uh, mm. you know, serious here yet. Well, what's the situation in London currently? Uh, I think actually. <laughs> Within the past like two hours, the first uh, death in the UK was reported actually, which is okay. uh, crazy. I think it's we're up to eighty cases here. Um, not one. One of the things about uh, it in the UK is all the news articles around it use uh, a featured image of the London Underground because the London Underground is kind of that associated as that kind of microcosm of everyone's really closely packed together all the air is being recycled around and it's just like a really really dangerous uh situation to be in in a kind of in the kind of situation we're in right now the extraordinary circumstances we're in right now so i feel like yeah we're we're in a bit of a melting pot in the uk right now it might be about to boil mm. over i don't know it's it's going to depend how the next it's couple of to, days it's go it's hard to say i i think yeah. it's when you when you look at uh what's happened so far i think uh the vr stuff is interesting because it's so with stuff like the index and the quest it feels like that's so kind of um that's been impacted immediately because a lot of it is being made and then kind of just sent out quickly right like the the yeah. levels are low on how much stock they have so you're seeing the impact quite uh immediately whereas i do yeah. wonder too now that you know this could go on for a while stuff later on in the year which stuff like you know playstation 5 or whatever yeah, well, that's, you have to wonder yeah. stuff like that too. That's end of the year. Uh, how much they're ramping up for that? Whether that's going to be impacted? I think some of the other stuff that hasn't yet kind of uh, even stuff like I've read things about you know new iPhones, other technology that is kind of on that yearly cycle or that yeah. is later in the year. That stuff could be impacted too. The, th the thing with VR is that they're seeing it kind of very prominently because that stuff. It's not like there's a huge back pile of it. You know. Yeah. Uh, kind of yeah, produced already. The production right lines now. are directly impacted. Selling yeah. as quickly as it can be built, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, being so. built and it's not selling. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you have the convention thing as well. But well, I mean, right, right. Cancelled. Which is I a mean, real... Yeah. It's a big... Bummer. I mean, obviously, it's a very, very responsible and understandable move to yeah. take. But also, it is, you know, it's a big shame because, uh, you know, like those conferences are great news conferences over the year you know uh they're also great networking things for developers but also like most importantly in this situation that's a lot of money lost for developers and especially if you know you're a vr developer going to GD, mm. gdc which is, has been postponed to summer you know I, I think the circumstances around refunding them right now are pretty unclear for a lot of people um, and yeah. which is just got to be a really tough situation to be in i mean i mean there's yeah. like in, ter in terms of the grand scheme of the virus obviously it could be a lot worse and i want to you know put that out there right now and be very cognizant yeah. of that but also yes it's just so strange to see how this one thing is trickling down in so many ways right i mean like mm -hmm. i think i i know this is kind of off topic a little bit but it was a very sobering moment 
yesterday to learn that the new Bond movie had been delayed by a full like six months, right? Like to yeah. November, which got you know, I mean, to much, some extent, much more time instead yeah. of no time. <laughs> to some extent, is obviously a company making like a a judgment call to say, well, we'll probably yeah. end up getting more money if we delay this till November, yeah. as opposed to there's a pandemic by the time this releases, but. It's also just a pretty good indicator of how how much this is in societies at the moment, right? Mm. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of people are talk- have started talking then about, like, does maybe, you know, one strange slight silver lining of this, all this mean the acceleration of digital events and, you know, the stuff we're doing here, which is a really, really interesting mm. thought, I guess. That's what, yeah. that's what a lot of people are wondering right I mean, now. I mean, I mean I'm ill right now. Being like, yeah. No, right. Yeah, I have right. a cold yes, right exactly. now and I'm, yeah. I'm not worried about... You're not affecting us or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly, which, is, which yeah. is a very interesting and crucial key point. And also, you know, compared... Also added on top of, I didn't have to get a flight out to be here. I didn't have to yeah. pay accommodation or whatnot. Like, yeah. I just put on a headset. There has been a lot of... I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and whatnot <laughs> talking about, you know hypothetically moving conferences <laughs> to I, I've seen both ends of the spectrum because I've seen people go you know why doesn't everything just immediately move to to virtual conferences or whatever and then other people uh, yeah. are like anyone who says that as if it could happen right now has never tried to like attend a full-blown like virtual event yeah which uh, there's definitely arguments oh, slash you know discussion right. being made about infrastructure how viable yeah. it really is yeah it's it's a great well, idea, and not but... just that, not just that, but if you really think about it, some of the disadvantages of going to some of these expos is that you walk up to a booth, or at least you try to, because there's 800 people surrounding yeah. it, and you're trying yeah. to get in line to do it. With a virtual expo, you could have instances where yep. you could have 12 instances mm. of the same thing, assuming yeah, you have yeah. enough staff to to. to do that but uh accommodating more people at one time could spread it out and disperse it that concept of one big room with a bunch of booths and people walking around needs to evolve it needs to change to be more uh uh, readily available for vr consumption and and nobody's figured that out yet now there are a lot of people who are thinking about that and so uh a new problem needs a new solution well it's and now that right, it's presented it, itself we might get a new solution it, it like solves some problems and then creates new problems too right like it's interesting well, it's kind of like it solves the problem of having 800 people in a room but then it brings new problems of of how does a what does a virtual conference look like how do you set that up how do what how do you get the, the same stuff out of it <laughs> exactly right, the right. I mean, we're all pretty used there's to all that. the technical problems like yeah so it's interesting because it's not it's not like we're yeah. At the point where you you can say it's a failsafe, you know, way to do no, this. but it's interesting. But it is a lot sure. better. It is a lot better though than it would have been five years ago. Mm. Like in terms of availability of options. Oh yeah, for sure. It would be fascinating, like getting back to the coronavirus situation, and again being cognizant of all the terrible stuff that's happening. But I would be so interested to know what the activity, if you know, if the situation gets worse, what the activity on let's say like rec room is like three or four months from now on quest do people start with quests start meeting up more online do will there be like a a transfer of largely single player experiences over to multiplayer experiences because people can get some sort of connection that way i don't yeah just i mean obviously that's worst case scenario sort of stuff and i don't yeah i don't know but it's just maybe that that kind of data is that kind of proof that things yeah. can start shifting. That way, it's but. it's interesting too because if you think about like the convention stuff, I mean, uh, it's unlikely that you know GDC and all these other big conferences will be cancelled, and then from next year will be all virtual VR conferences. No, that's going to happen, right? Whereas I think with E3, which hasn't been cancelled yet, but yeah. They're saying they're actively assessing and presuming that this goes on. I can't see it going ahead. But yeah. I think the point that a lot of people are making is that this could be the real nail in the coffin for E3 as we know it. Because it's come at a really bad time for them, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, there's already all this discussion about how viable E3 is, and then it's going to force all these publishers to do, like, Nintendo Direct-style presentations or find their own way of doing it. And then at what, that point, what 
I, you know, a lot of people have been like, a lot of these companies are just going to recognize that there's not much left for them at E3. Like, it's not like they, they really need it. Yeah. So it's just interesting. That's the kind of, whereas this, we're not going to have this VR turning point where all of a sudden we're doing VR GDC. But with stuff like E3, which I guess is related to VR because you have big VR stuff there. GDC uh, is it could really, a huge VR event. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but you, you're not gonna you're not gonna have next year. You're not gonna have you know, it's not gonna result in an no. online GDC. No, no, no. But It'll E3, be three in full force. It could very year. much have an impact, you know, on on how E3, what yeah, E3 I is mean, like next year. Whether it's yeah, the perception of that show is that it's on the the back rope right now, yes. isn't it? On the back foot, yeah. But it's and this yeah, certainly hasn't helped. No, I mean, no, like going then forward more, like Facebook's cancelled F eight. So that's mm-hmm. one potentially that Oculus September? heavy. Or when, when was that? No, FA like that is, is, is traditionally in May. Google just yeah. cancelled yeah. IO as well in May yeah. as well. So that's a yeah. that's their usual like yearly news drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Got as well. I'm sure they'll find other ways to do it. I'm sure they'll cope. It's Google. Somebody is just doing it in so. Daydream. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> that's a good idea. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, Chris yeah, says no, I, just... Yeah. Just to jump in quickly, we've had a lot of comments of, of people talking about this stuff, but Chris has just said, more virtual conferences is a good idea, uh, more work in the area is needed. And uh, as I type, this is being said, yeah, true. time to shut up and listen. Yes, that's, yeah, we're, we're kind of true. But yeah, um, yeah, Brendan Rally says, I'm down for virtual conferences, not a big fan of crowds. Again, that's another problem that it solves, right? Like you said, you don't have to, you don't have to um, go through. Facebook, I also got a comment from Ian, uh, who was going to join us today, but obviously couldn't be with us. And he said, Facebook could preview unfinished APKs from Devs with a virtual conference. There you go. Combine two topics into one. So yeah, nice. That is a. That's the thing. I think it's interesting. The virtual conference thing is interesting. There's so many different avenues you could take, things it could provide. Um, so yeah, I I, I want to take this opportunity to give a public health notice, uh, little tips to keep people healthy. Uh, do yourself a favor and wipe down your kit. Okay. Wipe down your oh, gear before you, uh, because a lot of people are evangelizing, they're sharing their experiences. They want other people to mm. have their first VR experience. Uh, just give them, uh, the option to wear a face gasket. Uh, that's always something that you should keep in mind, uh, sanitize, clean, and be very proactive about it. Uh, mm-hmm. if you are being handed a headset, say, do you mind if I just wipe it down or yeah. clean it? Or do you have a face gasket, something, uh, be aware, you know, the public health officials are saying, don't touch your mouth. Don't touch your face. Don't wash your hands, which you should have been doing anyway. Uh, these are things that I have put on headsets at expos or at other people's functions. And it's wet. Yeah. Uh, it's wet because of sweat. And I believe, I believe yeah. Chris said before, he was like, you know, oh, okay. um, Chris said before people were already uh, skeptical of like putting on headsets at conventions before this whole thing, let alone, You're right, now. Right. you know, and he's yeah. like, and he's like, and the last thing like this would want is uh, any kind of PR of like people getting sick yeah. from putting on headsets yeah. at a conference, which is, you know, you can only, that's very true. I can only see that being not good yeah, you'd, on, you'd hate on, to, on all fronts. Imagine running, uh, going ahead with OC7 and then, one person comes around yeah. with the virus and tries a whole bunch of different stuff. And yeah, th- th- that would be, you know, a massive outbreak is, onto itself. It's right? definitely like, the, the, not the, like in terms of, uh, you know, types of things to demo, it's definitely probably one of the worst you could, you could have putting a whole headset on your face. It's being shared with lots of people. It's not a, yeah. Yeah. Another good thing is, is that there are third party products that are available, such as VR cover yeah. that have yeah. washable, uh, components that can be removed and washed. Uh, these are all good best practices when you're sharing something on your face. Uh, yeah. You know, think about these things and and, and help do your part. Uh, you know, it, it, don't go to these things. Don't go to uh, uh, shows and expos if you are ill. I mean, these are all things that we could have said three years ago and they all would have been real and true. The fact that we have a current outbreak of something that is, uh, you know, spreading quickly and causing deaths in some elderly and unhealthy folks. These are things that we need to keep in the forefront of our mind to mm. not be part of the problem, be part of the solution. Is that too cliche to say? Uh, no, I think that I think that's fair. 
James said, uh, I'm 100% sure Horizons will have events for a large amount of people, in brackets 30 to 100, similar to Old Space VR. And then uh, Brandon said they could launch Horizons while many are quarantined, which is kind of what you're saying, that whether the social VR stuff will come out would be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be true. Horizons definitely could, I guess. I imagine they would... Uh, you'd, think they'd, you'd like to think that they're thinking about large gathering kind of yeah, yeah, for sure. opportunities in that, regardless of a, what's going on at the moment. It's literally just a case of... is virus pushing back work on horizons as well right now you know does mm-hmm. it's, yeah like it's true. The well, software thing as much as everything Facebook, else book seattle yeah, sent everybody someone... to go work from home but they're yeah. working from home you know they're they're yeah. working sure. from home you don't have yeah. to wonder how that impacts surely it's not quite the same as working in an office i mean there's so many intangible things right you can't yeah, tell or, like doing it on the fly like that yeah yeah you, who knows what they don't have access to how that's impacting things i i just feel like there's a lot of stuff that could be impacted that we don't know about yet you know yeah, could yep. just, absolutely we'll after the fact jamie i want your opinion with the coronavirus and the availability of technology coming out of china and neighboring countries uh we're at a state right now where things are rough do you think it will get worse and I'm only talking about in terms of its impact on the on the tech field, uh, oh, the right. tech industry. Will it get worse before it gets better? Just uh, an opinion. Yeah, I think it, I think it probably will. I don't. I think like this time next year, it will be a thing of the past. But I do think some of the bigger tech anticipated tech events of the year could are in serious jeopardy right now. I, I think I think it's very likely. PS5 and Xbox One might suffer some sort of delay. It wouldn't be the first time yeah. that something like this has delayed a PlayStation console. Um, the PlayStation Vita was originally delayed after an earthquake in Japan, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, at, at the end of the day, yeah, that it's very unfortunate, but also in the grand scheme of things, it, it doesn't matter. But and I, I understand why you ask. It, it's like we're, yeah, it will, we're just all going to get slowed it, down by a year, be, but if as long yeah. as we're all staying alive and healthy, mm-hmm. and healthy, yeah. then that's that's the important thing, right? Do you think this? You, you mentioned being delayed a year. Everything's being pushed back. It's like on pause. Uh, do you think this will have a long-term negative impact on the growth of the VR industry? I know it's a heavy question, but Oof. I think it needs uh... to be asked. No, I don't think so. I mean, I still think, for one thing, I still think Half-Life Alex is probably going to come out this month. That's going to get delayed, and I think yeah. that's probably the most significant thing for VR growth that's going to happen in this uh, situation that we're in, right? Like, I, I, Other than that, I don't think there's a, a truly significant thing on the VR calendar for a while yet. So, yeah, no, I think... Uh, I think People will still get headsets delivered to their doors during this. Anyone, you know, the VR growth is already being stalled by the current set of circumstances, which are the best headsets aren't in stock. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we kind of already found ourselves in this situation before this whole thing arose, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, I mean, so I yeah. guess, you know, all, all of the, the uh, impacts of the coronavirus on Quest and Index, it didn't start with that, right? Like, yeah, both Quest and Index were already hard to get slash out of stock. Uh, yeah, exactly. Before that, the only the only this is exacerbated thing it. was that it's exacerbated it. Yeah, the only thing was that I think the Quest when they announced that it would impact it, that when it became kind of unavailable for a period of time. And I've seen people say it's come back uh, on and off since then. But apart yeah. from that, it was already a problem. Where it's not like it's uh, yeah, you know, it's just exacerbated the problem that was already there. Yeah. Do we have any other? comments we've had um yeah i imagine a lot of people would have comments we've had we've got a lot of comments a lot of it's back and forth people talking about stuff you know their experience with uh the coronavirus and the comments with each other rendered reality said i think it's going to be affect hardware for a while unfortunately i saw someone mention uh apple and and iphones earlier i can't remember who it was but people saying you know stuff like that's going to get delayed because that's Hmm. the new iphones usually september which again i think similar to the xbox or playstation that kind of stuff um what else have we got uh three oxis primus said how could one join your live vr sessions we don't actually have a way for you to to join as a live in vr audience 
not here specifically. Not specifically, you can, but you can you join, can join big screen. Big screen, or, or you could watch it on YouTube, watch YouTube, or it's out in podcast form as well. See, this is a great question. Thank you. It almost sounds like a plant. Uh, no, you, you, someday, maybe, we don't know, we might have a live virtual audience. Uh, eh, no, no promises, but you never know. Uh, it's the fun thing about this technology is it's always open to new possibilities. Uh, cool. Anything else, Harry? Um, Ian has said the thing I've seen is that people uh, don't have a good grasp of how exponential growth happens. And the situation with this disease is that if it explodes, uh, it'll be hard to grasp all the effects. Uh, stay safe. So, yes, that's a good point from Ian. Good it? point. Yes. We, we also just don't know where we don't know what we what, don't what know could that's happen right. for the rest of the the rest of the year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But stay safe, everyone. That, that's our message. Uh, yeah, be smart. Stay safe. Stay clean. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's wrap this up. Unless you have any final thoughts, Jamie. No, I ju just no? echo what you said. Like, yes, absolutely, stay safe. Like, uh, look at what you've got coming up. Look at your plans for the summer and whatnot. Make sure that you're, you know, uh, scheduling in well for that uh, and thinking about you first. That's yeah, pretty much what mm -hmm. I'd say. And, and while everyone is uh, secluding themselves and trying to stay safe and they're sitting and working from home, do you have any uh, suggestions for them of content that maybe they should check out, Jamie? Yeah, for sure. Um, we've got like a pretty good uh, month coming up at Upload. There's a little game <laughs> coming out towards the end of the month called um, Half-Life 3. Is that what it's called? I think it's called oh, Half-Life Sadly 3. not. It's... Oh. <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah. the next couple yes. of weeks are all about Alex. Yeah, we're going to be doing plenty more coverage about the game, going to be doing some cool video content. Uh, going to be uh, there's an embargo breaking next week that I can't talk about yet about a cool thing, but that will be cool. Uh, yeah, and cool. <laughs> towards the end of the week, uh, towards the end of the month, it's not just Half Life, there's also Down the Rabbit Hole coming out on March 26th, which looks really interesting. We'll definitely have more coverage of that. And there is also another VR game coming out that I can't remember the name of right now. Again, I keep doing this at the moment. What That's okay. It? The suspense is killing it. everyone. I it's I beautiful. I know as well. But find out. <laughs> oh, it's the horror game. Uh, the Oculus oh. Studios horror game. Uh, um, Lies Beneath. Yes. I was going to yes, say Not one. Walking Home. Lies no, not beneath. walking home. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, welcome home. Yes, no. Look out beneath. for that one as well. And the That's... room. The room is this month, right? Oh, the room as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, really, I, really cool. James just pointed that out. The room. Yeah. Yeah, the room is. Um, I've played a bit of the room. It's it's on Quest. It's really fantastic. The fidelity yeah. in the headset is really, really impressive. So, when is. Do we know where the room is? When is it's very. Again, soon? I think it's the 26th. For some reason, everyone wants to release their everyone, games. In the everyone wants to compete like... with Alex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no can't, go well. can't play Alex on your Quest? Just play yeah. the room. I wonder how much of that is Oculus saying, can you please put this out this day? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we're not right. getting any money from yeah. this game. <laughs> but yeah. You insist. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, as Jamie was saying, lots of stuff on uploadvr.com. And if you're looking for even more, maybe you're more of a video or an audio person, go to our YouTube channel. There's plenty of really great videos, lots of good content, including this show, VR Download. Uh, and if you don't want to watch it on video, go get it on our podcast streams. Uh, it's on every major platform. Just look for the VR Download, Upload VR. It's all out there for you, folks. Plenty of stuff to keep you occupied while you are secluded in your homes. Uh, so with all that being said, thank you, Harry, Jamie. To, and thank you to all of the audience members, folks that yeah, are in thanks, the chat. Guys. We thanks really here, appreciate uh, you patronizing us. Is that the right word? I don't know. Uh, so no. that's it for the show. Great. Thank you <laughs> thanks, all very guys. much. We'll see all you right, in guys. the future. See you later.